I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to SpinFL. What is up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Give me Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Oh, yeah. You know we got to talk about football. Yeah, man. We are here. Uh, the season is less than two weeks away. Bro. Almost what is a week it? away. Wait, but what's today? Thursday is the first. Today's Wednesday. Today's what tomorrow is a week away from. The We're season. a week away from wow. actual football games. I thought it was Tuesday, man. Uh, let's see, Thursday, Friday, three days away from college football season, like actual football games. Which I'm going to try to get more into this year. Um, Just what I need. Unfortunately, the best game comes on like really, really late this weekend. LSU is playing Florida State. That's going to be a banger. Oh wow! Um, I hope LSU beats that shit out of Florida. Yeah, State. me too. George is playing like UT Mart, some fucking tomato can. A shit bowl brought to you by Xlex. That's going to be an ass whooping, huh? I believe so. Uh, Before we get started, uh, I mean, huge shout out to Brisket and Friends. Yes, man. This past weekend's barbecue festival was slamming. I didn't see any, no listener came up to us. No. No, no listener came up to us and said anything. But if y'all did go, then you got some good food. If you didn't go, you missed out, man. It was cool. Um, the vibe was nice. Yep. Uh, there was good music. Yep. And the slamming food, man. A lot of different barbecue uh, shacks came together at the, and Brisket hosted it. I so. don't know about you, but I got fucking turnt. Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. my journey home. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> my journey home, I, I came by bike. Yeah. I left. Smart. Because I lived right around, kind of adjacent to where yeah. the thing was. And uh, so you came by bike. How'd you leave? Well, I left theoretically by bike, but more by bike, like beside bike. I'm not really. <laughs> so here's the thing: I got home, and I realized I had dropped my bike lock somewhere between the barbecue festival oh, and shit. and home. So so I just left my bike, you know, outside of my apartment. And then the next morning, I was like, you know what? It's not that far away. I should I should Walk backtrack right, right. and go see if I can find it. But here's the thing. There's two ways <laughs> to get to this place. There's two logical ways uh, to get there from my house. Mm-hmm. And for the life of me, I couldn't remember which way I went. <laughs> I really couldn't. Is I it, genuinely, the only th- I remember one thing what? about my journey home from the barbecue festival that? is that about a thousand meters from the barbecue festival, I found a dumpster that I decided to pee on. <laughs> And guess where I found my bike lock? It was right there at that dumpster where I took a piss. Wow. And you were like, man, I know I went to the dumpster. So 
maybe this will show me which way I went. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, my, my 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 plan the next morning was like, you know what? I'll just pick, I'll go one way, all the way back, and if I don't find it, then I'll just come back the other way. Mm, smart. And then I'll probably find it because who's gonna pick up some shitty old bike lock that you don't have the key to? Mm. Anyway, I went back to the dumpster and I found it. Right there where I had pissed the day before. Hopefully you didn't pee on the lock. You know, well, given so what, right? <laughs> given my inability to remember all the like, yeah. you know, important details of what had happened the day prior. It's kind of it, likely. It's kind of hard to know, really. <laughs> but yeah. regardless, I do. I okay. So I, as much as I don't really remember all the details of my journey home. I remember everything about the festival. We had a great time. Mm. Uh, none of the listeners came up, but we did get approached by some random Steelers fan who bought us drinks. Remember that guy? There was a guy. He saw my oh, Georgia yeah, yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. started talking about football. Yeah, and but he he didn't, he's going to start listening. He said. Exactly. He, we acquired a new listener. Yeah, that's what um, we're there for. Shout out to Brisket. Our, yeah. our, this episode is brought to you by Brisket and Friends. Unofficially. <laughs> <laughs> yes, unofficially. They're sending us uh, chicken lollipops as a... <laughs> oh, baby, let's go. You know what? One thing that was missing mm. from the menu, uh, and I understand, they're focused on the meats, but I could have used some of Brisket's sides. Correct. The other thing... Okay, I'm with you 100%. I could have used some of that mac and cheese, some baked beans, some fucking coleslaw. Potato salad. For coleslaw, sakes, yeah. Right? Uh, or corn Somebody bread, had even. coleslaw. I saw some coleslaw there somewhere. You know what? I saw some coleslaw, another, too. But wasn't it like on a, a sandwich tent. or something? So It was like a vegetarian tent or something. Oh, that, maybe that's why we didn't, we didn't go there. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I feel like was missing, you can't fucking... You're going to have barbecue... You gotta. Somebody's gotta show out with some fucking peach cobbler or banana pudding. Yeah, or the desserts were you know lacking. I mean? Yeah, I didn't see any dessert, but mm. all they had was marshmallow on a stick for kids. Nah, but that was the first time at it, and uh, next you know time what? Be Maybe better. next year we'll join. Maybe next I year we'll know. jump in yeah. with a booth and we'll just fucking serve peach, uh, peach cobbler and banana pudding. Hell yeah! Get my mom to come here. We'll we'll <laughs> she was show there. out. My mom liked it too. We'll fucking you know we can I don't know we can somehow work the pot into it or something yeah. or you the know what? NFL we should talk to them. Barbecue dessert tent, bruh. This is a and we will have football uh, NFL Network on in the background. This is a legitimate while we're idea. Serving dessert. This is a legitimate yeah. peach cobbler, banana pudding. Uh-huh. What else is good? Barbecue dessert. Uh, Some type of apple thing. What well, I I mean apple. Pie? We could do apple pie. Yeah. Sandra makes a good apple pie. Apple crumble. Apple crumble. Apple crumble. Apple crumble. There you go. That's easier to do for yeah. a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Apple just crumble. Boom. On yeah. the, and we'll charge reasonable prices too. And all proceeds will go to Spinnerville. Exactly. It's on. Let, yeah. I'm going to hit the guy up. I saw the guy, the brisket guy. He was there too, man. Yeah. The door, yeah, yeah. Uh, greeting people. Damn. Well, we solved that. Well, there you go. <laughs> Next year, y'all got to be there. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got some football to talk about, man. We do have some football to talk about. I was thinking we can uh, try to sort of zip through the news. There's a lot of stuff. But then we want to start doing our uh, division previews. Yes. Right? So today we were hoping to get through all of the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the next episode, we'll go through the AFC. And then in the episode after that, we're going to be not only making our season predictions for who's winning all of those divisions, but mm-hmm. also MVP, uh, yeah, the all, that, all that stuff. Plus our first episode where we're going to fucking flip them and pick them. Y'all. Yeah, it's baby. Like, it's time. 
flip them and pick them time. I got to set the calendar up. I mean, set up the whole spreadsheet that our uh, the listener sent to us. Do you mean the spreadsheet that we like abandoned mid season last year? We didn't abandon it. I felt like we, I I abandoned. Yeah, I, I did. Abandoned. It. I started doing I'm it. Captain Analog over here, like I want to <laughs> fucking write it down on a piece of paper. But you never stopped writing. No, I didn't. But I, I, I kept going. Did. Yeah. Because that's just how I roll. Uh, speaking of which, why bury the lead? Let's get to the story that everyone has been talking about: the red hot quarterback battle that is gripping the nation mm-hmm. has finally come to a close. Baker Mayfield <laughs> has defeated Kyle Trask. For the role as Tampa Bay Buccaneers starting quarterback. Kyle Trask, where did he go to college? Kyle Trask went to uh University of Florida. Mm. He was a Florida Gator. Yeah. And did he called him Kyle Trash. He was terrible. Um <laughs> and I loved it. The only he actually he was there at the same time as Anthony Richardson, and they tried to do this thing mm. where they would like when things weren't when things were kind of struggling, they would sort of, oh, we have two quarterbacks, and then they would sub in Anthony uh, Richardson to like run the ball and do something like they tried all this stuff, but it never, they always, Florida has been terrible the last couple of years or they've, they haven't been terrible. They've been mediocre. Yeah. Um, and he's not very good. I don't know you are trash! why they drafted him, but you know, I think it's official. We can say that the white Gino era has officially begun <laughs> in Tampa Bay. And yeah. I, I'm just kind of curious, like, have you done like a little bit of a heat check with your brother, Jason, uh, who is famously you know a in our, in Bucks our, fan? How does he feel about this? In our uh, Facebook group, yeah, uh, I asked everybody for projections. Right? Did you see that? I did you put yours? I, no, because I told you I'm I'm rarely on Facebook right now. Oh yeah, I sort of pop in every once in a while, but I'm. You gotta do. You gotta be on ours though, man. Yeah, I'll I'll check that one, especially once the season starts. Obviously. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he was. Um, he thinks they're gonna tie for third, so basically bottom of the division, but tie for third. Who's he? Who does he think they're gonna tie for third with? Uh, Carolina, I believe. Yeah. Carolina. Okay. He says Saints are going to win. The Saints are going to win. This motherfucker. And then Falcons. That was the order he said. <laughs> Yo, the Saints are going to win that division. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I think that's one of the easier ones to call. You got to be kidding me. I do think. We, you know what? We're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. <laughs> We're getting ahead of ourselves. Respect on my name. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We'll get into that later. Uh, The other big story this week. (laughs) This one's probably the most confusing one of all. 49ers trade quarterback Trey Lance to the Cowboys for a fourth round draft pick in a deal that has a lot of people scratching their heads on both sides. Um, Now, just for clarity, this all started when we learned that Lance was beaten out to the QB2 spot by none other than Sam Darnold. Yeah, man. Um, No disrespect to Sammy D, but this is quite a strong indication that the 49ers, at best, greatly misevaluated Trey Lance as a talent. Um, Mm -hmm. And at worst, they just flat out failed to develop him. I've, I've heard takes on both sides. You know what I mean? Where some people are saying like, well, maybe they just picked the wrong guy. Or, and But some people are saying that maybe the coaching staff just wasn't patient enough because I, I think it would be hard to argue against the fact that Trey Lance never really got a legitimate chance to prove himself. Yeah, but if in you're in the camp and you start building your roster, 
And you can't, you're not up to par, man. All you've had time to sure. do is, I mean, the <laughs> offense didn't change. No. All you had to do last year, the entire season after the injury, is learn the playbook in and out. I mean, I... You I, should not get out. I mean, I'm sure he's he's got the talent, right? Doesn't he? Isn't he? I'm sure. He and can it, throw the ball. He can move. Yeah. It's like he shouldn't... It has to be where he's still missing out on some concepts or something. Or it could just be that, like, maybe they kind of... I, I In a way, I think the pick was wrong to begin with. Like, he oh, just definitely. doesn't seem to fit the kind yeah. of Shanahan yeah. quarterback model. Because think about... I mean, like, because I, I, I jotted this down. I mean, you, it's kind of... Like, Lance was the former number three overall pick. Okay? Trade it up. And the 49ers, they gave away... Three first round picks and a third round pick for a quarterback from North Dakota State who only played two actual seasons of college football, a guy who only had 318 pass attempts in his entire college career. You know what else? Uh, He was at a bigger school and they had him playing wide receiver. Right. And he left there. So he couldn't even take that job. Right. And that's when he went to North Dakota State, a smaller school. Yeah, so that should have told you everything there. But you know what else? A theory out there. Tell me. It was during the pandemic. True. So people couldn't actually go and evaluate like you can actually go and evaluate now. So these people are talking to other um, to people on the staffs and stuff like that. That was their way of evaluating back then. And then every player like had their pro day. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? It was I, like so. It's a, it, it's in a little bit of a different. Almost everybody gets a pet. It's going to be like all met, messed up when you look at that draft. Yeah. I don't know because. It, okay. You also could have gotten Michael Parsons. He, exactly. And that was what I was going to bring up. <laughs> it cannot be forgotten that this trade that they made with your Dolphins to get that number three overall pick mm-hmm. that they wasted on Lance allowed the Dolphins to acquire uh, Jalen Waddle. Uh, and then later using some of those picks to trade for Brad uh, Bradley Chubb and Tyreek Hill. Didn't they get Jalen Phillips already too, or or was that? I don't remember. Um, okay. I mean, and then of course, yeah. as you as you alluded to, if you look back on the 2021 draft, he, here's the short list of players on the board when Shanahan took Lance at the three spot. Okay. okay. All right. Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle. Patrick Sertan, Devonta Smith, Smith too, Micah yeah. Parsons. That's what he yeah. passed up for to get Lance. And now he uses the excuse that, well, you know, we were hoping that we'll never actually be able to, we won't be picking that high ever again. Like we're hoping, we're trying to get good now. But it's still like, what an absolute gamble to take a guy like this that. Y- it, it goes with it's It's Shanahan. He's an absolute gambler. <laughs> yeah. But he's, uh, but I think that that sort of misses the fact that he might actually not be that good at evaluating quarterbacks. But he didn't get to actually evaluate them. But think about his pat. He also passed up on Patrick Mahomes in 2017. He had a chance to pick Mahomes, and he passed him up because that year, famously, he had—I don't remember who their quarterback was at the time—but he was like kind of a serviceable, serviceable quarterback who was kind of on his way out the door. Mm-hmm. And Shanahan explained it later that. What he was really trying to do was sort of, uh, he was trying to pick up Kirk Cousins in free agency. That was who he was targeting. Oh. 
And then I personally think that this, uh. what what clearly turned out to be a huge mistake in coveting Cousins over Mahomes yeah. led him to making this mistake of going after this raw, unproven talent, which is precisely what everybody thought Mahomes was at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he basically made, he tried to make up for the mistake that he made in mm. 2017. He took a swing and he fucking missed. But what else does he have? But he's still a genius. I just want everybody to know well, he's still a what genius. What else does he have? What else do the 49ers have? Well, the 49ers have a great defense and they have great skill position players who know how to fucking catch the ball and they have run a top forever. five roster in the NFL. Yeah. That's the only missing sure. quarterback. But that's what they always say about them. And I'm not convinced. They weren't saying that when they, had, when they were in the Super Bowl with Jimmy G, right? I think a lot of people were surprised that the 49ers were in the Super Bowl. I, Which I, speaks to I the remember, coach. I remember people saying that the 49ers were there despite Jimmy G, not because of him. I, I remember that, too. I felt that way, too. Anyway, I, you know, everybody yeah, knows yeah, that I got yeah. issues with Shanahan. Yeah, I think, but I think you got to let that go, man. That dude's going to be around, bro. I'm actively rooting for him to fail, so <laughs> it's not a big deal. So let's switch over to the Cowboys okay, side right. of things. Mm -hmm. Um why the hell do you give up a fourth round pick and agree to pay this $5.3 million salary for a quarterback, Trey Lance, who is probably going to be your third string quarterback this year, right? They still have Cooper Rush. Remember what Cooper Rush did last year when you Dak know, was hurt? He won football sound, games. You know what sound we need on soundboard? We need the Jerry Springer. Jerry, Jerry. Jerry. No, I'm not. <laughs> Serious. That's the other one that works in this particular situation. And hey, what is he doing? Jerry needs, they need to take him out, man. I mean, I know it's only a fourth round pick, but honestly, I think it's mm. too much, especially for a guy who's. Let I, him get cut. As I just said, he's either overrated or misevaluated mis out of college. Um, Let him get cut, man. And yeah, you could have picked him up for absolutely nothing. You could have taken this kid off of the street. Mm. I don't understand this trade at all. Mm. Um, from either side. I really don't. Well, no. Uh, I mean, I understand. 49ers cutting their losses. They yeah. realize he's not the guy. This is what you do. This is what you do as a smart football team. And don't forget, John Lynch is the GM, not Shanahan. Yeah. But as a smart football team, you cut your losses and get what you can so you can get something back instead of just letting them walk on the street. And if you find somebody dumb enough to give you a fourth-round draft pick for what seems to be uh, a first-round bust, then you do it. That That's, it, that's actually the part that I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. It's like they went out there and tried to find somebody. What I'm shocked by is that they actually found somebody to give them something of value. And what else do they have on their roster? They have a starting quarterback that seems to be good, decent. Oh. Apparently, Jerry made that this they deal. Got with the last pick in the seventh round. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're, doing, they're doing all right, man. Apparently, Jerry made this this deal without really consulting anyone. Like they, <laughs> they asked they asked him, and and they asked McCarthy, they asked Dak, neither one, like, and then they asked Jerry, and he said, we didn't tell anybody we were doing this until it, until it was done. So he didn't even consult the coaching staff. That's something you shouldn't even say, though, if it's true. But I, I know. What but the he's fuck, out there man? saying it like he's a fucking... What does that say about the heat of McCarthy's seat? Yeah. Yeah? That says... Mm -hmm. that's Make your first coach fire bets, even though I think McCarthy's going to outperform. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's move on to some good news. Raiders uh, and running back Josh Jacobs have a, reportedly agreed to a one-year deal worth up to $12 million. Uh, Jacobs had initially held out 
for the majority of the offseason and preseason, refusing to sign the $10.1 million franchise tag. Um, but then I guess the Raiders had a change of heart and said, you know what, this guy, the reports that I'm hearing is that, um, the owner essentially came to the conclusion that Josh Jacobs is the sort of heartbeat of this team. He's the one good Josh on that team. Exactly. Cause McDaniel's got to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he led the NFL in scrimmage yards last season, 2053 total yards. Um, he's a base. So yeah. Um, and, you know, and then the other guy who had to deal with a running back situation, Jim Ursay, uh, as of this morning, has decided uh, not to trade Jonathan Taylor <laughs> after seeking what was reportedly um, he wanted a first, first round, round draft pick, pick for Jonathan Taylor. What's wrong with him, man? Um, it, you know, it, it, it seems a little bizarre. I, I think he was just trying to sabotage the deal from the get. It is what it is. It is. Oh, I had a minute of that. My bad. My fingers went nuts, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he, Jonathan Taylor, officially remains an Indianapolis Colt, and then they immediately put him on the, the, the. Well, they put him on the pup list, the physically unable to perform. <laughs> List, which means when you do that at the beginning of the season, it means um, it's sort of like going on IR. But he, he, I Except guess. For IR means you have to wait four games. That's uh, the difference. So, no, no, no. He's missing the, he has to miss the first four games of the season from being on the pup list as well. If they put you on the pup list at, at this point in the, like in uh, the, in the beginning, in week one, the lead up to week one, uh -huh. it's basically the same as being on IR. Damn. Yeah. Uh, so that may have been what's with these owners, man. That may have been part of the problem as well. Like maybe I mean Miami was the team that everybody thought that was kind of the one that yeah. was sort of jockeying to try and get Jonathan. I know Taylor. Chris Greer was like, "Hey, we don't get fleeced. We fleece." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and as much as I think it would have been great for Miami to have a running back as good as Jonathan Taylor, uh, giving up a first round draft pick for a guy who's not going to play the first four games of the season, and you know, and you're not really sure. Like physically where he's at, you know. Yeah. So it's like, I, I think it's smart for Miami to be like, nah, you know what? Fuck it. Um, and, um, and Miami's released Miles Gaskin. Right. So they're happy with their running back room. But what's weird to me is that, and this will obviously be impossible to tell how this is going to play out until it starts happening. But I mean, just overall bad vibes in Indy. Yeah. Between the owner and their what is effectively the best player on their roster. And and when he does come back to play, like, is he really going to, what's he going to play like? Is he really going to go for it? Or is he just going to, what's yeah, it's really bad. I mean, I guess, you know, he can come back and be like, you know what? I'm going to show this motherfucker how good I am. And then I'm going to secure my next gig somewhere else. I feel like they're throwing, they want another high pick. <laughs> I, it seems very strange. It's like they would, they wanted to get some, they're thinking about the draft already. And it's and it's not like he doesn't have the money because in a you know slightly related uh, story, uh, Lolita, the orca whale that shout Colts, out to Lolita, Colts owner Jim Ursay was going to pay twenty million dollars to release into the world, uh, has unfortunately died. So the whale is dead. How did she die? I don't I think I don't know. They they realized clubbed. That she, uh, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They I, left that part out that she was clubbed by Jim Ursay. 
Yeah. You ain't gonna get my money. Or was Jonathan Taylor seen on security footage? I'm not really sure. It's kind of hard to say. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor said. Tell him to bring me my money. <laughs> Give my money to a fucking whale. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Sorry, Lolita. Yeah, so, yeah. There you go. Uh, well, he got the money now. Yeah. But he's, I don't know. I think it would be very frustrating to be a Colts fan. If we have any Colts fans out there, I feel for you. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, the other one, well, I don't know if the Chiefs really need thoughts and prayers, but it appears that Chris Jones, their all-pro defensive oh, yeah. tackle, has big, man. he's been holding out apparently for Aaron Donald money, is what they're saying. Uh, as of last week, he was indicating that he is willing to extend his holdout for as long as week eight. Like he's saying, like, oh, wow. I'll take the fucking penalties. I don't, I'll take the fine, whatever fines you want to give me. I'm good. I got money. Tell him to bring me my money. <laughs> um, That's one of my new favorite sounds. He's clearly their best uh, defensive player. Um, yeah. He's, I mean, he he's, went off in the Super Bowl. He, he went off in the Super Bowl, man. He did, and and you know, I mean, he's. Uh, it's kind of hard to argue that he's not worth the money. He's he's um. He's he's made the Pro Bowl each of the last four uh, seasons and was first team All Pro twenty twenty two, on the Chiefs team that won the Super Bowl. He tallied a career high fifteen and a half sacks last season, in addition to forty four tackles, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. Mm. Um, I mean. It's it's a lot of money he's asking oh, for, and I don't know who else would give that to him. I, I. But Mahomes has some crazy generational contract, right? True. It's spread out. Man, but you can't. I don't know, man. Well, they're certainly not spending any money on receivers. I can tell you that. I mean, they just like. <laughs> no, like I mean, <laughs> they do with receivers what Shanahan does with quarterbacks. Quarterback, you know I was what just I mean? gonna say that. They're just like whatever. We don't care. Oh, you? It, they just yeah, throw on. something at somebody. Hey, you with the t-shirt on, swimming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you swimming with a t-shirt on? Come and be. Just throw something at a dude. If he catches it, you're in. Uh, yeah. Uh, going from best to worst, uh, Cardinals had a busy Thursday as of last week. Yeah. Um, they started off by trading linebacker Isaiah Simmons to the Giants. What? That's the fast motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. For a 2024 seventh round pick. Um, they followed up with trading uh, offensive tackle Josh Jones uh, and that seventh round pick to the Texans. And then the cherry on top, the Cardinals swoop in and make a deal to acquire Browns backup Joshua Dobbs, <laughs> uh, who now joins what might be one of the funniest quarterback rooms in the entire NFL. <laughs> so we have Joshua Dobbs, Clayton Toon, uh, David Blau, and Jeff Driscoll. But as of yesterday, uh, did I say Colt McCoy? No, I didn't. Colt McCoy wasn't there. Colt McCoy got cut yesterday. Uh, and then head coach Jonathan Gannon turned around and said, he's not going to name a week one starter yet because it gives him a competitive advantage. I saw that. I was like, bruh. But you're competitive, competing with uh, the fuck worst you, record in the league. Who are you trying to kid? I want to play I want to play a little game, man. <laughs> Bro, that's my jam. <laughs> I want to play a little game called where will Kyler Murray play next year? <laughs> <laughs> this is John the Rollins. I'm going to ask Skip Masara, where do you think Kyler Murray will play next year? Will he be an Arizona Cardinal? No. 
Okay, where's the destination? Well, first of all, I think they're I think they're ta- I think they're officially tanking for mm. Caleb Williams out of okay. USC. Uh, Kyler Murray will play w- wherever they. You know what? I'm I'm just gonna the first team. Uh, this is literally the first team that just popped into my head. I'm gonna say Kyler Murray next year will be playing for the New York Giants. Oh, and that was where will Kyler Murray play next year? Skip Masara, you win. A new car! Yes! <laughs> and a trip to Hawaii. Can I tell you, we watched so many, when we were in, you know, when you go to America, like, you, you find all these funny channels where they do, like, w- like the channel is dedicated to, like, one random thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just, like, we found a channel that just played back to back to back to back to back, Price is Right. The oh, Bob, wow. The Bob Barker era. Uh, <laughs> and we just had that. He died, right? He, he did died. just That's a couple of days ago. No, no, no. He just died like two, three days ago. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Shout out to Bob Barker. Uh, yeah, he was the man. I fucking love Bob Barker. Um, let's see. Who's up next? Bills. Von Miller will miss at least four games on the pup list. Still rehabbing a knee injury. Mm. Uh, so that will factor into oh, shit. Um, how we feel about the division for sure. Uh, Seah- well, it won't affect how I feel about the division. <laughs> yeah, Seahawks rookie wide receiver Jackson Smith in Jigba. Mm. Slight fracture on the wrist. Week one in doubt there. Excited about him, man. He's going to be good. He's going to be good. He I, th- Apparently, this injury is not a big deal, nah, so we should right. see him pretty soon. Uh, Keep Bron- the grapefruits out there, y'all. Broncos uh, wide receiver Jerry Judy will <clears throat> apparently miss several weeks. Moderate hamstring issue. What do we think about him, man? Uh, Feels like a little slightly overrated. I think so. Like he shouldn't be the number one anywhere. I think so. I, you know, I think it's hard to evaluate these these wide receivers when they come out of college, especially when they play for a really good team. Because right. we've we've said this many times before. Open being open in college is versus being open in the NFL are two very very different exactly. things. Exactly. Um, you know, and he. I don't know. I just He's always I, throwing his arms up too, wanting to flag and all that stuff. He's probably not used to that actually like these good corners every fucking week. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> um so I saw a story there about somebody's Which one? Father died. This was a crazy story. Where did it go? It's just like, Where'd he go? Father of Titans cornerback Caleb Farley killed in a North Carolina home explosion. The entire house just exploded. Due to, like a gas leak. due to a gas leak. Crazy. Um, that was some crazy shit. I don't yeah. know why I, I put that in there thinking. It's just sad. Um, that's just random. Yeah. <clears throat> I hope he's, I hope he's uh, doing all right, man. What is not random is Cowboys Sam Williams being arrested on controlled substance and weapons charges. This dude has had some problems before coming out of college. Uh, there were concerns related to sexual assault charges when mm. he was at Old Miss. Um, and last year, as a rookie, he was involved in an accident where he was driving 98 miles per hour and smashed into another woman's car, put himself and this other lady in the hospital. Now, fuck that guy. What's, what's even more ridiculous about this situation is that Jerry Jones, as he does, decided to comment. Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> predictably, his response was... Like certifiably insane. Okay. He said, Well, first of all, I'm seeing that he is as which is more often the case than not. This sounds a little hollow. 
but he does and is maturing, he said. Uh, and he is, what, what, what was he, he was going 66 miles an hour this time, right? So he's 34 miles an hour less this year than he was last year. So 98 to 66, that's improvement. This was is Jerry's response. Jerry's like, okay, well, at least he wasn't driving almost 100 miles an hour. He was only driving 66 this time. Jerry, what, what do you, what, why, why does he fucking talk so much? <laughs> Take the mic from this guy, man. Uh, but I don't I'm know. Totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. I don't know much about Sam Williams, but he must be good at football. Otherwise, yeah. Jerry Jones would not be coming. But he's the same guy who defended Greg Hardy. True. Had the girl in his trunk on top of guns. <clears throat> Very true. Um, we got a lot of. Um, there's there's some sort of bizarre cut down stuff. Yesterday was the day everybody had to get their rosters down to 53 men. Um, one of the weirder things that happened yesterday is that the New England Patriots um, mm. waived both of their backup quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, Everybody liked Zappi. Both Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham. So now, as of right now, they literally only have one quarterback on their roster, which is Mac Jones. <laughs> um, They're like, now, how, how you feel now, Mac? I don't feel threatened We're anymore. sorry. We're really sorry. <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> I no longer feel threatened, Mr. Belichick. <laughs> Uh, it appears that the Bengals have crowned Jake Browning as their official backup quarterback. That's a shitty name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which is kind of significant. I mean, we don't really know yeah, what's yeah. going on with Joe Burrow. If Burrow goes down, uh, Zach Taylor's going to have to coach. <laughs> and I don't know anything about Jake Browning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Browning might be shitty. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Um, what else do we have? Um, well, the Chiefs crowned Blaine Gabbard as their backup. I guess that's interesting to Gabbard, somebody. man. Remember all the high hopes for that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Two other guys who, all right in the preseason, who, who had some hopes. Nathan Peterman and P.J. Walker, both cut by the Bears. Remember P.J. Walker last year stepping in? Yeah, Carolina. He played pretty well last year. Yeah, but he, he'll throw picks right away. He'll come out and he's a, he's a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Who else we got here? Damar Hamlin. This is the feel-good story um, of last year. Nearly died on the field. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, and now he's officially made the 53-man roster for the Bills. So I think you can go ahead and book him for comeback player of the year. Uh, oh, yeah. That's, I just got to have a good season, too, though. He just has to not die. <laughs> and he's going to win. <laughs> that would make him most improved. <laughs> there were a bunch of kicker trades yesterday. It was like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah it was like a flirt, not a but th three, I guess. Um, let's see. Uh, the, uh, the Saints traded their kicker, Will Lutz, to mm. the Broncos. Uh -oh. um, Saints are falling apart, man. Which means that Blake Groupie, <laughs> Groupie! is now the uh, field goal kicker for the New Orleans Saints. I'm hopefully groupie, hopefully he remembers his... Uh, his, you know, stadium pass so that the security <laughs> doesn't come after him again. Uh, let's see. Who else? Well, you know they're going to bring it up every time he hits a big kick. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, they, won't for, they won't forget him now. Uh, the Patriots traded Nick Folk to the Titans. Uh, and then the Browns traded Cade York. Uh, or did they just cut him? Oh, no, they just cut him. And they traded. We do not care for the Chargers, <laughs> Dustin Hopkins. 
Which leaves Cameron Dicker. Dicker oh, the kicker. Tell me more about Dicker this. the kicker is like, <laughs> you know, is basically fucked, I think. Uh, <laughs> It'll be all right. Somebody missed some kicks early. In. Yeah. You'll be back, Dicker. But that's sort of the roundup. I mean, that's, you know, some of the more notable things that happen, uh, which I guess kind of clears the path for us to start talking about these. If he gets hurt, do they say Dicker down? <laughs> Dicker down. Dicker down! <laughs> Boy, he really knocked his dick in the dirt there. <laughs> right? Oh, no. Dick her down. 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 <laughs> dick her down. Dick her down. Um, yeah. Let's get into the uh, NFC, shall we? Let's get into it, man. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, let's fucking do this, right? What are we doing? NFC predictions? Yeah, man. Um, We obviously do. I, I mean, are, are we still of the assumption that the NFC is the weaker division? So clearly we're saving Definitely. the AFC for, for the next episode. That's for last. Um, <clears throat> uh, that being said, uh, I guess we're going to start with... Um, well, well, let's start with the franchise, uh, the the division that's full of all of the franchises that, you know, everybody wants to talk about. Uh, we're going to start with the NFC East. Okay. Uh, and where better place to start than the, well, champions the 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 champions of of last year's NFC East of the NFC made up to the Super Bowl, uh, and were essentially. You know, by some accounts, only a play away from from really winning the whole thing. Jalen Hurts played his ass off in that Super Bowl. He did, but that fumble might have been the turnaround. Oh, for sure, that was a huge play. Uh, a few things that are important. Chris Jones, in, right? Uh, well, he just dropped the ball. Oh, yeah, that's true. Remember, he just yeah. like fell out of his hands, yeah, and then true. of course, so I don't remember who recovered it. Maybe it was Chris Jones. Um. One of the interesting things to remember about the uh, NFC East is that there has not been a repeat champion since 2004. Valid. Strong point. That's pretty fascinating. You think that streak will be broken? Um, oh, I guess we can talk about that when we... Well, get. I don't mind sort of... Revi- I mean, I think the whole point of this exercise is to kind of work through some of the thoughts that mm-hmm. we're having. And I, I actually do... I do not think that streak will be broken. I... I oh. I, I'm kind of with you, man. I have high hopes for the Eagles. They lost both of their coordinators, bro. Agreed. They lost both of their coordinators. They lost some defensive players too, right? 
They did. Didn't they lose, um, let's see, did they lose Hassan Reddick? I got their depth chart over here. Is hmm. it? I don't remember who they lost. I think they may have lost Hassan Reddick. Nope. Sorry. They did not. Okay. <clears throat> uh, but they did lose some people. Uh, well, did they, here's what has me a little nervous. And this, I'm, I'm coming to you as a Bulldogs fan, as most of you know. Uh, <laughs> last year was the year they had, they already had a couple of Bulldogs on the defense and they kind of rotated them, them in. They weren't really starters, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and now this year is like, okay, it's time for you guys to show up. And then, of course, they went out and drafted a whole bunch of other Bulldogs. They have like six different Georgia Bulldogs uh, playing on this team. Um, Jordan Davis, Jalen mm-hmm. Carter, Nolan Smith, Keely Ringo, um, and probably some others. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm a little concerned that the defense, as good as they were last year, uh, Exactly. I mean, they had the most sacks of any team in the NFL last year. That's what it takes. There's really nowhere else to go but down. They also, after the season, it was determined that they had the easiest schedule. And this year, they have the most difficult schedule. But preseason, where they're saying most difficult schedule. Yeah. Right. Uh, so there's that's something to think about, man. I just I feel like there's going to be. I think the Eagles will still be good, but I think there's going to be some regression. And as always. People say the Super Bowl hangover for the team that loses. Yes, last last season, the Bengals kind of had to shake it off a little bit. Right. They had to shake it off a bit, and then, but they got they got it right at the end of the season. But remember, they started bad. We were all like, well. they did. They started off a little rough, and then they they heated up. And I think, um, as far as I remember, I remember looking at the Eagles' schedule, and it starts off looking like, oh, that's not so bad. But then it gets pretty heavy in the middle. And I, I, I'd be surprised if the Eagles win this division again this year. Um, which I guess in a way brings us to the Dallas Cowboys, um, a team that obviously has a lot to prove. Um, McCarthy, in my opinion, is coaching – yeah. For his life. Yeah. Um, and they still Agreed. have perhaps one of the best defenses in the league. But they lost Kellen Moore, man. What are they going <laughs> to do without the genius mind of Kellen Moore? Well, you know, I mean, they have Trey Lance waiting in the wings <laughs> just in case they need him. Uh, um, I mean, I think this defense is legit. Um, it is. It's going to be a top three defense, I think. I think that um, I I'm I'm not a hundred percent convinced by their receiving core. I, I no. mean, I do like C.D. Lamb, but I don't. How stupid! I've never How really. How stupid are they? I've never been a hundred percent convinced that C.D. Lamb is like a true number one. No. Yeah. Know? Same with uh, yeah. And then you have Michael Gallup coming back, and then they added Brandon Cooks, who I don't know. I mean. If you look at him historically, he he does produce, but I'm not really sure. Mm. I just I don't know. I'm not. I, but I do think, I think the Cowboys will edge out the Eagles for the for the division this year. Yeah, I kind of think so. I think Tony yeah. Pollard's going to be great. I'm not. I'm a little worried about like what's going to happen. I mean, everything changes if he gets hurt because right. I don't think they have much behind him. They have. Um, well, they have one guy I've never heard of, Rico Dowdle. Oh, Dowdle. 
Uh, and then they have Deuce Vaughn, who I have heard of, but he's mm-hmm. tiny, right? Isn't he that little guy? Mm-hmm. I remember out of, Deuce Vaughn. Uh, is he the one? I keep mixing him up. Is he the one who went to Tulane? Little oh, guy? You're the college guy. I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe. Kansas mm. State. Oh, Kansas State. So it's not him. It's some other guy. Uh, but yeah, I kind of. If kinda, my name was Deuce, I would wear the twenty-two. It's like, shouldn't you always? I just feel like the Cowboys have a lot to prove this year, and um, on, on on all levels, and I I think that they will just edge out the Eagles for the division this year. All right, I do not disagree. What are your thoughts about you know the New York Giants last year surprised a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They won. They beat a bunch of shit cans. Far more games than anybody expected them yeah, to. Yeah, they were supposed to be the team. That everybody can can beat easy on their calendar, mm-hmm. and then they were the team that beat like it, they were the team that mediocre teams should beat, but then it turned out that they could beat every team that didn't they? Mediocre. They started out the year like six and one, or yeah, something. and everybody's drinking the Kool Aid, and we were like not so fast. So, what do you think about them this year? I really like Dable, right? Um. He he got the best. He's like running the Bills offense light. You know what I mean? Right. So, but Jacobs doesn't have as much. He's like a, you know, poor man's Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was his ceiling last year. Mm. Yeah, maybe. So, I don't know, man. I think they'll probably be about the same or worse. I don't think they'll get better this year. I think it's, I mean, their their receiving core is one of the most random in the league, I think. They've got, you know... Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton. They went out and traded for Paris Campbell, who used to play for the Colts. Um, I mean, the biggest thing they did in the offseason was they went and picked up Darren Waller, um, who nobody denies is probably one of the best tight ends in the league, but he's had a lot of issues mm-hmm. with injuries over the last couple of years. So, yeah. it, it, you know. That was a big pickup, though. That one made me like, oh. Yeah. And I mean, there's, I guess. Can't block, though. I, I mean, there obviously you must have some reason to hope in New York. Uh, you got Saquon back in the building. You got Darren Waller. That's significant. Man, when are we going to start saying Saquon's going to drop off? My probably after this year. This <laughs> is like I would say every like every year is like Saquon. Oh shit! And then there's an injury. Yeah, I mean, I, I he's going to have a week three. He's going to have a a crazy play that we're all like, there we go. And then week six will be hurt. Unfortunately, I, I hope not. I hope I'm wrong. I'm actually of the opinion that the New York Giants will finish last in this division. I might be with you, bro. I mean, I, I don't think they're necessarily going to only win like two or three games. No, or whatever, I think this division is going to all be might have close to 500 records at the at the bottom. The bottom of the division will be close to 500. Yeah, it's not going to be like a six six win is the is the 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 seller. Right. Well, because the reason why I think that is because, um, you know, and that kind of brings us to the to the last team in this division. I actually think the Washington Commanders are going to have a better season than so uh, certainly a better season than I initially expected. Woo! It don't get no better than that, baby. A uh, <laughs> lot of good vibes there. Uh, Dan Snyder's out. They got well, what's new, Rivera doing? New ownership. Rivera's a little R- weird. He's a flubber, man. He's like a when they used to be. They used to. Have, have gaffes. Remember when gaffes existed mm-hmm. in, in politics? Mm-hmm. He's a gaffer. Like he he makes gaffes mm-hmm. as a coach. Even though now Trump has changed the whole 
landscape. Yeah. There's no yeah. such thing it's as like, gap anymore. It's like, what is a gap? Yeah. But uh, in, in culture, you can still have gaps. Like Lovey Smith, uh, famously, we made fun of that all last year. Right. That you play for the tie. Right. But uh, he's doing it, man. He keeps like, but his stuff seems like it's toxic as fuck, the things he does, man. Yeah. It makes it look like he doesn't have a grasp of things. He, he is a little confusing. I have to agree. That being said, uh, this kid, Sam Howell, appears to be yes. better than most people mm-hmm. had expected. Well, actually, you know, you know, I was on the same train as everybody else. You know, Sam Howell played one game in week 17 last year, and everyone was like, oh, my God, he's so good. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, let's just hold off on that. But I've watched a little bit of him in preseason, mm-hmm. and he, I got to say, he, he looks... He Might he looks legit. like a very serviceable quarterback, uh, and and it, to me the reason why I actually think the Washington Commanders are going to be better this year is that I think for one I think their defense is healthier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Young will be back. He didn't play much of last year. They should so try to trade him while they can. They should try to trade him while get they something. can. Get something. But man. they should try to trade him around the deadline so they can get maximum value for him. Oh, smart. Um, but their receiving core I love. Yeah, I mean these guys were playing well last year, mm-hmm. even though they didn't have a very good situation. You know, uh, Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin. Was it you and me talking about they should have gone after Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. Or uh, or Cooks, like one of these. Yeah, sure. Or Dalvin Cook. Absolutely. One of these running backs, they should have. Well, they stuck with um, Anto- Gibson, right? Antonio Gibson and uh, Brian Robinson. And this is the Brian Robinson is a kid who got shot in the knee last year. So right. this will be his first full year of football. And he was pretty impressive last year. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of think that they might have something. Uh, they're not going to win the division, but I think they're going to be feisty. They're going to be, it'd be a hard out. Yeah. For sure. And they beat the Eagles last year. They sure did. First team to beat the Eagles. Yeah, that's right. I think that. Rivera should have kept his mouth shut when he came out saying like he just realized Sam Howell's a good quarterback. <laughs> it does not make you. Uh, <laughs> it's like you're the coach. You should know everything about your team, man. What are you doing? It doesn't. How long before Bienemy is the uh, interim? <laughs> if it goes south, Bienemy is going to be interim head coach. Yeah, I, I think it would. That's have to... another element nobody's talking about is that Eric Bienemy is the offensive coordinator, and we're going to see an offense. That's probably going to be pretty explosive. I think it would have to go very, very south yeah, in order for Ron Rivera to get replaced, like during the season. Maybe it's the brain cancer thing. You think it's coming up to? I think maybe he. Maybe he should go get checked. No, maybe they. Maybe back. when they close them up or whatever, like they like release like a like. There's no like filter. Ah. So he's just saying shit that you would think and not say. Like, damn, I didn't know he was going to be that good. Oh, shit. Uh, what did he say last year with Carson Wentz? He went nuts in that whole thing that we got the clips from. Oh, yeah. I'm going to speak my mind for a second. When he yeah. goes out there, doesn't uh, he's trying to defend the the uh, the hate on uh, Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. He's trash. Yeah. Or not knowing that if they win the game, they go to the playoffs. Yeah, Wasn't that, yeah that was crazy. He didn't. Re- he, he might be missing. Like They might have scraped a little bit out of the uh, the old brain cells. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I still kind of root for him to a certain degree, and I think it's probably he was a because Bears player. He was a, a defensive uh, coordinator, really good. Had the, the Bears defense looking good when they won Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And also, he's he's really been. We've said this many times before. The only um, uh, the only 
person in that Washington mm-hmm. organization for a long time uh, that was worth rooting for. Yeah. Uh, I always kind of felt bad for him. Um, He's the Nick Chubb of the team, right? Sure. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how that compares. but Because the the Browns, they, they brought in Deshaun Watson, and you just want them to suck except right. for Nick Chubb. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point. Fair point. Fair point. I'm with you there. Uh, okay, so... That's our NFC East, right? Yeah, let's move on to the South, which is clearly the best division in the NFC. <laughs> uh, everybody knows it. Well, I don't know why we... Uh, we should have started with them. What are we doing here? Uh, Carolina Panthers. Interesting situation. They got a new coach, uh, Frank Reich, mm-hmm. the quarterback whisperer, right? And he's got a new... You are trash! Uh, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out on Frank Reich, bro. I'd love to hear you say that. He's apparently uh, assembled this like gang of like all-star coaches and whatnot. Uh, he, uh, Bryce Young will be the rookie starting quarterback out of Alabama. Um, preseason has not gone well at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the offensive line has allowed him to get sacked uh, way more than you would want your rookie quarterback to get sacked. Uh, their defense was pretty good last year, but... I, I just, when you look at their depth chart and you think like, okay, fine, you've got this, you've got this new shiny toy under center, um, but he's going to be throwing the ball to Jonathan Mingo, DJ Chark, and Adam Thielen. <laughs> These are their top three <laughs> wide receivers. DJ Chark, do, 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 do. And their tight end, just in case you were like, well, maybe they have a fucking killer yeah, tight end. No. Right? Don't they have the guy? Uh... Hayden Hurst. Oh. That's who they have. <laughs> no. Hey, they can block a bit. Uh, and then running backs, they have Miles Sanders, who they got for Philly. And then they still have Chuba Hubbard, who was there last year. Uh, I just, I don't see it. I don't see, I, I see, I see Bryce Young's year one going maybe a little like Joe Burrows went year one where it's like you're putting mm. way too much of the team yeah. on his shoulders yeah. and you're he's he's either just not going to be able to live up to the expectations or you're going to get him injured because he's so fucking tiny. He's a little person. You know what's going to uh it's going to expose him? Tell me. Is that the team was going down the shitter last year. Mm. Then they fired their coach midseason. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what's the name? Wilkes took over, mm-hmm. and the team turned around after losing McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. So the team had bailed on the season. A coach took the talent that was there and made them a decent team. They were upsetting people. They were looking good in losses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now he gets this team, and he's supposed to be this offensive guru, and he's come from a place and 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 couldn't figure anything out and kept. Screaming for these quarterbacks, he's going to get in and fix it. It was with the uh, turtleback himself, mm. Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then he brought in. He's like, I just need a good quarterback. Then he brings in Matt Ryan. Yeah. He could never make it work with anybody. Yeah. And now he's got the a, a rookie quarterback that he can do what he wants with, and that's not looking good either. No. I mean, and be- this, this team is going to look worse than they did last year with the interim coach coaching that they didn't keep yeah. after the season. To start off fresh with this guy who's supposed to be the truth, who hasn't proven he's the truth yet, with ample opportunity. Agreed. 
And I, it, so I wouldn't worry too much if I was a Carolina Panthers fan. I would just say I'd be worried that this motherfucker is gonna be trash and get fired, and now we got to start all over again. And poor Bryce Young's gonna have to learn a whole new. I actually don't. Th- I I hear you, and there that that is a reality that would make me happier than you could possibly know. Uh, that being said, I do think I think it's just gonna require some patience mm. on the part of like Carolina if Panthers gets, fans. Goes to see a doctor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some patience. It's going to require some patience. I think this year is is a is a trial run to see what they're what's missing. Um, mm. But this this ain't it. This ain't a division winning roster. Um, anybody out there, and I've seen people doing this, picking the Carolina Panthers to win this division. Uh, the only way I could possibly imagine that happening is if all the other teams just turn out to be shit, which is mm. also possible. Um, speaking of shit, that reminds me of the New Orleans Saints. <clears throat> Sergeant Segway in the building. Yeah. Sergeant Segway. Uh, biggest upgrade here, or I, I mean, I hear people legitimately arguing, is Derek Carr actually an upgrade over Andy Dalton? I would say yes. Yes. Come on. I would say yes. Um, he also has Chris Olave, who... Mm-hmm. If there was one player I could steal from the Saints, it would probably be him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great receiver. Uh, Michael Thomas is back? Yep. Question mark? Question yeah, mark? Who knows? I think Michael Thomas is uh, uh, get some highlights. I mean, That's if he's it. really back, I mean, pre-injury Michael Thomas uh, was a bad man. He was good. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, wasn't there? He had one season where he almost broke. Uh, mm-hmm. Megatron's, Megatron's record. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees throwing on the ball. True. Uh, Derek Carr is not Drew Brees. He also has Sean Payton drawing up his plays. Also, yeah, Dennis Allen is probably your biggest problem in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, also, you've got Alvin Kamara, who will be suspended for the first four uh, Alvin! games <laughs> of the year, uh, which leaves who as their running back? Oh, right. Jamal Williams, mm-hmm. who they picked up from Detroit. Uh, and then they have uh, Kendra Miller, who is a don't rookie, know, I guess. I don't know what that is. Uh, I mean, Jamal Williams, I don't know if Jamal Williams really gets you where you want to go. Uh, I mean, he you obviously. Go to the end zone. <laughs> as long as you're within the five, you know, yeah. around the five yard line. I mean, he obviously, anybody who had him in fantasy last year loved him because they gave all of uh, DeAndre Swift's touchdowns to Jamal Williams. Um, but I don't really, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. He's no Alvin Kamara. I heard a really funny story about Alvin Kamara this offseason um, that was a report that said that Kamara met with a physical trainer during the offseason and came to the conclusion that the reason why he wasn't as productive last year was that he discovered that one of his legs weighed four pounds more than the other one. Like okay. his, his weight distribution was off. And so, oh, shit. and so they worked to kind of balance that out. And now everyone thinks he's going to be okay. like old school Alvin Kamara. We'll see. But you're going to have to wait till week four to see it. Uh, Saints lost a ton of defensive players. If I was a physical trainer, I would do that to all my clients. Yeah. They don't know what their legs weigh. No, exactly. <laughs> you, the you problem know what your, is... You, your, you know your what your problem is. Off. I can tell when you walked in there, your leg weight's off, man. You got to distribute your weight, leg weight evenly. Everything's, you know what? Come in here. Has, has your last trainer weighed your legs? <laughs> no? 
What, what kind of trainer did... Well, I'm glad you're here, Alvin. This is going to be a very expensive problem to fix, yeah. but we're going to fix it. And we're going to fix it because I want you to be the best Alvin you can be. <laughs> now sit halfway on the scale. <laughs> okay, no butt weight. Remember, no butt weight. Oh, my God. That's a great scam. <laughs> this is great. Fantastic. Yeah. If you sit on my uh, revolutionary leg scale here, <laughs> I'll tell you what each leg weighs. Yeah. That's a pretty good scam. Ah, he fell for it. Fucking idiot. Uh, The other thing the Saints lost was their defensive coordinator uh, who went to the Falcons. Uh, They lost a couple of their defensive players to the Falcons as well. This might be where it all, this could be where it collapses, but I just, Dennis Allen is a defensive coach. The the only hope I have for the Saints, to be honest, is that there are two teams uh, in the NFL who have been deemed to have the easiest schedules, and that is the Saints and the Falcons. Mm. So uh, that shit don't mean anything. So we'll see. Especially when you say it every year there's a surprise team and blah blah blah. Totally. This is all those rankings up. Well, that brings me to a team that um some people underrate. Oh, the Bucks. Okay. Yearly. Mm-hmm. Um Bucks, baby. A team that uh you know, uh historically has underachieved. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> just, just say it. A team that I affectionately refer to as my uh, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, let's get let's get it. Let's bring it in. Uh, let's talk about the Falcons. <laughs> Which you know, honestly, to be fair, people, it's been a while since you've been able to talk about the Falcons in any kind of real positive way. Uh, I mean, a lot of people kind of hyped up the whole Marcus Mariota thing last year, and, and we saw <laughs> we saw how that went. And quarterback, uh, it didn't go well. Mm-mm. But behind all of that chaos and shit, um, the Falcons had like the second best run game in the entire NFL last year, mm-hmm. and then they went out and added Bijan Robinson, who, if 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 the reports turn out to be correct, is considered to be a generational talent, and we probably haven't seen a running back this good since Saquon. Since Saquon, mm-hmm. uh, we've only seen him touch the ball a couple of times in preseason. Looks good, and it certainly lived up to the hype in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you just hope he can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you take a guy who was a rookie last year in Tyler Algier. Who mm-hmm. quietly put up a thousand yard over a thousand yards, broke the Falcons rookie running back record, mm-hmm. and now they've here's a guy he's a thousand yard rusher last year, and now he's RB two, uh, which is kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. My biggest concern with the Falcons, I would say, has to be the receiving core. Drake London got better when Desmond Ritter came into the picture in the last four games of the season. He did have some issues fumbling the ball last year. But our our wide receiver, too, is essentially Mac Hollins, who used to play for the Raiders. Um, yeah, I remember him. Play for the Dolphins. We'll get, I, I have a funny story about Mac Hollins some other time. I like him, but if he's one of your top receivers, you got to. He's kind of crazy. The Athletic wrote a long yeah. personal piece about him. Like, he doesn't, if the, he doesn't eat food that he can't eat with his hands. <laughs> and they asked him, Do you, well, what about soup? He's like, I don't eat soup. <laughs> I'm like, he, he had, this is a very funny article where he has a lot of weird quirks and shit. He doesn't like wearing shoes either. Uh, anyway, that's that's for another day. Uh, but I have some legitimate um, concerns about how I'm just, I'm not convinced that Desmond Ritter is the answer. 
This is my problem here, man. This is an Arthur Smith issue. Yeah. He, he fucked up last year. Yeah. He fucked up riding the Mariota train, knowing you're not going to the playoffs. Or you thought you might go to playoffs. Well. But you got to ride that. Look at Pittsburgh. We say Mike Tomlin's a top five coach in the league. We, yeah. say, we say top three coach in the league. He has the same situation. You got the veteran guy that could win you some games, could lose you some games, Trubisky. Mm-hmm. And in your case, you had, uh, who was your, uh, Mariota. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, let's see what the rookies got. And he throws him in the fire. Yeah. Every now and then, uh, you know, oh, I think he got hurt a little bit, he had to come out a little bit. But it, we, we got to find out that he's the guy for him. Yeah. And Kenny Pickett. And we still don't know in Atlanta when you had a season to figure it out. But he only put him in the last four games. And if I, he, I can't argue against that. I agree with you. The only thing I could say is at that. At least we would know. In Arthur Smith's defense, we had some pretty surprising wins last year mm-hmm. that I think could have, like, if you were in his position, you would be like, you know what, maybe maybe Mariota, maybe he's just having a little run of bad luck here and he'll get it back. Like, we, be, mm. like, we beat the 49ers last year. Yeah. And nobody expected that. And the, the playoff race was tight. Mm. And also, it's pretty traditional that you, if you're going to make a switch at quarterback, you usually do it after your bye week. Our bye week happened to be, yeah. like, in week 14. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that Kenny Pickett, switch from Trubisky to Pickett. I'm pretty sure that that was on their bye week as well. Mm. So I, I, but I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would week eight. I'm screaming at the television. Yeah. Can we please see what we have? See what we like, got? Like I, Especially when you're like, okay, yeah, we're not going to win a Super Bowl. No, some magic would have to happen. If we're, if we're saying that Mariota can get us to the Super Bowl, man. Right. Then you might be, but it's like, no, nah. I don't know, man. I think he messed up with that, and hopefully Ritter does show out, and then you don't have to worry about it. But if it turns out he's not the guy, you wasted you wasted another season. Agreed. Um, obviously, Bijan Robinson is probably the most is like the number one thing that I'm most excited to see in the regular season. I would say in the number two spot as far as excitement level is what is this Atlanta Falcons defense going to look like? They went out and addressed mm. the defense for the first time in a long time because we, we finally mm. had cap space. We got yeah. out of that cap hell because of the Matt Ryan and the Julio Jones deals. We got a coordinator. Uh, we got a good coordinator. We got Calais Campbell, mm. David Onyemata. Calais Campbell, old ass. Uh, Bud Dupree is in the building. Um, Jeff Akuda, who yeah. may be a bust. He, he was <laughs> but, a first-round yeah. pick by that. Detroit. Yeah. And, and, and they... Never we, know. So we'll see, but... I, I'm I'm genuinely excited to like even if this defense is just like a little bit better, can be worse. It, we could actually win, like that could really add up to like actual wins just by being a little bit better. Yeah, by being an average defense because we have been one of the worst defenses in the league for about five years. Yeah, I would say. Um, that being said, the Falcons are going to win the division. Moving on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, <laughs> who will probably finish last in this division. Mm-hmm. I mean, who are we kidding? Yeah. We got Baker Mayfield under center. Um, we got Todd Bowles hanging on for dear life uh, as the head coach. He got um, such a shitty deal. Yeah, he did. They did the opposite that they did when they were bringing Brady in, and they just dumped a bunch of money into the team then. Mm-hmm. They bought their Super Bowl, and now they... 
are second lowest cap space. Yeah, they're and they're still st- a shitty team. They're still paying a ton of dead money to Tom Brady. So you're right. They they bought their Super Bowl, um, and now they're paying for it. One million in cap space. One point two million <laughs> cap space. Second worst in the league behind the Chiefs, who just won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I just don't really know. I don't have any. I mean, if you're going to say something positive, you would say they still have Mike Evans. They still have Chris Godwin. And the season's going to (laughs) start. Yeah. Football's back. That's a positive. Yeah. That they're going to play, so that means football's back. Yeah. But they – I feel so bad for man. It's another – I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I still haven't seen – I mean, they can't, obviously, but you never see a team – like really put some effort into building with a black coach, man, and it sucks because it's gonna just make it feed to the narrative that they can't do it. It's the second team that Todd Bowles been on, and they put him in the same situation. I mean, it's on the it's Jets really, team that they give nothing to him. I mean, Mike Tomlin, I guess, is the only exception. They don't. They don't do. No, they don't. They don't invent. When you see a big, a big splash in free agency for the Steelers. Right. The Steelers draft and build their roster uh, old school style, bring players like that, and then they do small trades and stuff. They don't ever spend in free agency well, like that. Maybe crazy. that's more of a compliment towards Tomlin because he's, he's just the so best good coach. At that. But imagine if they were like, you know what? Let's get Tom Brady in here. You know what I'm saying? Let's get such and such here. Mm. That's not a Steelers thing. No. No, definitely not. They treat him well. They, uh, they, he has, like he said, he can walk directly to the GM and has his, uh, his heart, or, or he can express himself to the GM and they execute what he needs. But I just don't see a coach where they like really get by. I mean, they're behind him, but you never see the big splash like that, right? Like they do, like they did for Mike McDaniel when they fired. They, they, they got the cap right in Miami. Yeah, I, I know they had some tension with Flores or what. It wasn't going to work, but. Mm. They never dumped money into the team until they got well. Mike McDaniel is black, so. Uh, <laughs> the the other thing that's probably going to make the Buccaneers season very frustrating for their fans is that they are predicted to have one of the worst offensive lines in mm. uh, the NFL, and you pair that with uh, Baker Mayfield, and you got some real you got some real troubles on your hands. Yeah, uh, yeah. a guy who. A guy who we've we've already we've already seen that movie. You know what I mean? We saw him in 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 Cleveland when when he had to run around and play hero ball, and it wasn't pretty. Uh, So this could be a dark dark year for the Buccaneers. I think Uh, everyone's saying the Cardinals are going to lose the most games. Buccaneers might (laughs) might do the same. Um, Damn, it might be the creamsicle. Yeah, and they're going to be wearing those creamsicle uniforms this year. Damn. So that's. That's they don't they were not a very good team when they had the creamsicle uniforms so maybe that's a bad time. <laughs> uh, moving on to what will be a really really fun division, uh, one that I have yeah. to say I'm having a hard time predicting. The same here, and that would be the NFC North. Um, I can't shake my disbelief in in our boy. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. I can't shake it. We're starting with the Lions, right? Yeah. Okay. I can't. Um, I can't shake it. Sorry. They have not made the playoffs since 2016, and they have not won a playoff game since 1991. 
It's one of the longest championship droughts in sports history. Um, I mean, I guess the question is this. They brought back the, the hot OC. They did? They brought back the, the – they're running it back. But it's so not like they had the best year ever. Well, they they made some key changes, right? Yeah, they, here's, they, the, here's the thing they changed. They changed their perception of don't draft a running back in the first round. <laughs> and Dan Campbell's like, I want to have a smash mouth football team. Let's bring them in here. They, uh, they let go of um, – my man, former Bulldog DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. They let go of uh, Jamal Williams. Yep. Uh, they went out and got David Montgomery from the Chicago Bears, and then they drafted Jameer Gibbs mm-hmm. in the first round. Um, they also drafted what some are claiming is maybe one of the better rookie tight ends, uh, Sam Laporta. Uh, don't know much about him. Other than that, uh, you're right. They did sort of run it back. They're yeah. still going to roll with Jared Goff. And they Ben s- Johnson's supposed to be an amazing offensive coordinator. That's what they're saying. Yeah, they they also they who, fired their DC. Who else? Well, they still have Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. They mm-hmm. picked up. Uh, Wasn't he on there last year? And then Josh yeah. Reynolds. Oh no, they had a different Josh team. Reynolds. I don't know, man. Um, I but don't, you know what they have? Tell me. One of the best offensive lines in football. That is very true, actually. That is very so that true. Might be, that might be what helps because you start getting Jared Goff scared mm-hmm. and you got some in-the-dirt passes and, and mistakes. Well, the other issue, too, is that I think that... They got Teddy two gloves. You know, I mean, the the, the Lions season last year was very Jekyll and Hyde. Mm-hmm. It, you know, what are they? They lost their first six games. Yeah, or they went one and six. Somewhere. Or one and six. Yeah. And then they went on an absolute tear mm-hmm. uh, at the end. Uh, and they became the darlings of the NFL, and now most people are kind of picking them to win this division. I am not so convinced nah, bro. that, like, I, I'm not willing to just kind of sharpie them in to. I'm 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 gonna stick with my formula, coach quarterback combo. Okay. And uh, in the division, I can't say that they're the best quarterback, coach quarter, uh, coach quarterback combo. Is that because you you think it's um. Kirk Cousins. I don't. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is. Come on, son. <laughs> the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Um, <laughs> you don't think you think Jared Goff is better than Kirk Cousins? No. You can get. I was gonna say, get the fuck out of here. No, 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 no. I was just kidding. I, I actually. Well, so. Well, let's move on to the Vikings. Let's we, do we it. We said our, our piece on the. Let's lines. move on to the Vikings because okay, the Vikings also are a very difficult team to predict, uh, given that so two years ago. They're the team that's like seems to always be in one score games in the four, fourth quarter. Two yeah. years ago, they lost all the one score games. Last year, they won all the one score games, and they won thirteen games last year with a yeah. minus three point differential, which is yeah. like, which is why everybody thought going into the playoffs, this team is fake. They're yeah. fugazi. They're gonna lose, Who'd and they they, play? they played the Giants, and they did. They got thumped. Yeah, they they, Giants, they, yeah. they got beat by the Giants. So it turns out they were kind of fake. Um, yeah, because we also there was the, the fake bowl, right? Yeah, the two teams. Yeah, which one of these fake ass teams is gonna? Yeah, exactly. Which team actually is gonna fake it till they make it? And it was the Giants. That being said, they still have Kirk Cousins. 
Yep. Who we learned? We like that. Who we learned from watching Netflix's quarterback uh, that his brain is literally wired to a computer in order to become a better quarterback. So you know, we'll see. Uh, he's right now. He's driving his car and listening to his playbook. So exactly. Shout and we have uh, who else is in the bit? Well, they lost Dalvin Cook, which means Alexander Madison is their RB one this year, mm-hmm. who looked pretty good last year, to be honest. In you know, when he had to step in when Cook was injured, uh, he was quite good. Kevin O'Connell is still the coach. Yep. He seems like a good coach, man. I, I think so, too. I think so, too. The biggest change that people are not, I guess some people might be talking about, yeah. is they brought in Brian Flores. This is what I'm excited to see. And that, I think it's not going to be one-score games like that. That defense is going to be playing, man. Mm-hmm. I've seen what this guy could do, taking some dudes off the street and making some fucking lemonade. Right. And uh I think they're gonna be they got they got two capable coaches on the team. One's a really good offensive mind, one's a really good defensive mind. Uh and and Flores is trying to get back in that coach seat somewhere. He's gonna be coaching his ass off. I think yep. I think the Vikings might uh run away with this division. I kind of think so too. And then obviously you can't walk away from a conversation about the Vikings without mentioning Justin Jefferson. It'll be very yeah. interesting to see what he will be able to do the year after being arguably one of the best receivers or if not the best receiver in the league. I'm also very interested to see what this rookie Jordan Addison will be able to do uh, given that defenses will clearly be focused on Jefferson for the majority of the season. Yeah. I think this kid could really benefit. He, he's certainly going to have an opportunity to benefit from it, and let's just see if he can step up and do it. K.J. Osborne, too, he had a pretty decent year last year, but they didn't use him that much. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. I, I A lot of people are expecting the Vikings to regress. Uh, I'm not totally convinced that's going to happen. You know what team I think people are sleeping on? Tell me. Packers. I, yeah. I got a feeling Packers are going to be better – they're going to look better than they did with Rodgers at quarterback. I think Jordan Love is like, finally. I mean, the vibes in the building are certainly better from what I've read. I just keep thinking to myself, like, can you imagine if they've managed to do this three yeah. times in a row? The, yeah. the Packers have been sitting on 40 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play. Yeah. And the same things that were are now being said about Jordan Love were also being said about Rodgers when he took over for Brett Favre. You know who the the comp was in the, they compared Jordan Love coming out of college to like a raw rawer Mahomes because mm. he can make these crazy passes and all this stuff. If this guy steps in and winds up being their third, <laughs> It'd be insane. like Hall of Fame, they level. deserve it. They're the team that's doing it right. Yeah, the fans own it. They don't have cheerleaders. Love it. Go pack. It's very interesting. They had a pretty good run game last year as well, and they're, they're running it back in that sense. They still got Aaron Jones. They still got A.J. Dillon. Um, you know, these wide receivers uh, were pretty young. They were Most of them were rookies last year, and they all got better as the year went on, right? Christian mm-hmm. Watson, Romeo Dobbs, mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of criticism in the first part of the year, but then yep. all of a sudden they caught it, and now they have a whole year under the system. Um under their belts. So LaFleur is a student of the game, man. He's part of that, you know, that Shanahan McVay. Mm-hmm. He's got some of both of them. I worry about the Packers defense, um, but we'll see. I yeah, don't know. I think that's what puts them behind the Vikings. 
What you got for the Bears? The, the Bears. What do I have for the Bears? Uh, low Chicago. expectations is Chicago what I have. Bears. I have low expectations for the Bears. Yeah. Uh, you got Justin Fields, obviously. Uh, last year proving that he could do a lot of things off schedule with his legs, um, but Man. was not a very efficient passer of the football. They're waiting. It's like it's such a setup. They're waiting for the fall of this guy. They they built him up so much last year. Must see TV. And uh, yeah, they're waiting on the because he. You think I don't they, know if he's got it. You think they realize that they made a mistake? The Bears? Yeah. I think they're gonna go for it. They're gonna try. But I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know if they made a mistake. We'll see. Yeah, they the, made a mistake. They the, made a mistake. Yes. They the made big a criticism that they had last year is that he never threw the ball because he didn't have anybody to throw it to. So, like towards the end of the year last year, they went out and got Chase Claypool from the from the Steelers, which I don't know if that's really helps that much. And then in the offseason, they traded for DJ Moore, who used to be with the Carolina Panthers. Um, Now they just need a number one receiver. No, I'm just kidding. uh, No, but I I think you're right. I don't, I mean, I don't think DJ Moore is that guy. They got a bunch of slot receivers. Uh, They still have Khalil Herbert running the ball. Uh, They also picked up Deontay Foreman, who was also with the Carolina Panthers last year. He's pretty good. He's a sort of mm-hmm. hard-headed downfield uh, runner. And honestly, this team defense, defensively, yeah. I mean, when they traded um, my guy, former Bulldog Roquan Smith last year, I feel like this defense yeah. just got pushed off a cliff. Yeah. Um, so I don't know I don't know what to expect out of them. I, I, I don't think the Bears will be very good. Yeah. Um, they'll probably finish last in this division would be my guess. Yeah. All right. Last one. Last one, we got the NFC West. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's gonna be fun. It's always fun. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun. <laughs> um, There's only two teams I would think are challenging, but we'll start with the best one. San Francisco 49ers. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Like, I, I just think that at some point, this idea, this philosophy that it shouldn't, that, you know, under Shanahan, it shouldn't matter who the quarterback is. I just don't. I don't buy it. They've been to the Super Bowl with this philosophy. Once. Right. Once. And the championship game, right? Yeah, but they always lose that game. Okay. So it has Andy, to matter. Andy Reid did that. It has to Andy matter. Andy Reid did that. With Super who? Bowl, championship games, McNabb. Yeah, that's true. But I would say, I don't know. McNabb I don't want to get into better. an yeah, argument yeah, yeah. of McNabb yeah, versus, versus Brock yeah. Purdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. He did it with less. He did it with less. It was NFC as well. He did it with less. Now, look, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. The reason we can't really say how last year's NFC championship game would have played out if Brock Purdy had not gotten injured. So They would have lost. I'll give him that. They would have lost. I still think they would have lost Yeah. Uh, because their offensive line clearly could not keep up with the Eagles' defense that yeah. was just literally flying yeah. in the back, like living in the backfield. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I'm i of the opinion that at some point this idea that the quarterback doesn't matter is eventually going to catch up with That's me. not what they're saying. They're saying you don't need an elite quarterback. I know. They flourished with – he had Alex Smith when he started, right? I think when so, When he first yeah. came in. Yeah. They flourished since he's been there with, you know, above mediocre quarterbacks. And that's all they need. 
That's all. That's all they're saying is that we're not going to make the central point of this offense of the the quarterback doing these crazy things. They're saying, mm. stop us from running the ball. We'll figure you out. That's all they're saying. The other thing the 49ers lost this offseason is, yeah, well, I was going to say, they lost D'Amico Ryans as a defensive coordinator, but they brought in Steve Wilkes, who mm-hmm. I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the guy who, who they should have hired in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, news alert, he ain't white. <laughs> um, so, you, so you're saying that the owners are saying if you're not Caucasian, uh, then leave. Yes, <laughs> that's basically I, that's the most Carolina thing I've ever heard. Uh, so I look, I still think I the, think they're gonna win the division. The thing we'll talk about the it, 49ers man. are absolutely loaded in the skill position. Best uh, roster in the league. Department. They got McCaffrey. Um, they got uh, Debo. Ayuk has been getting better every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have Kittle. Um, McCaffrey unlocked a lot, man, when they brought him in. Great trade. Who is the Great other? midseason trade by 49ers. No, oh, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. They just can't do quarterback stuff. Leave him out of the quarterback shit. Don't let him make crazy moves with quarterback. I mean, I think he's yeah, whatever. He is what he is. Who's who's behind? Who's the other guy? Oh, Elijah Mitchell. He was pretty good too. Yeah. Um, is Nick Bosa still? Yeah. Holding out? Oh, he's holding out. I don't know, but he'll be back. They'll figure that out. Yeah. They're uh, where are they at on cap space? They're pretty low cap space. Eight point five million in cap mm. space. Well, let's go to Seahawks. The Seahawks. Um, you know, I think that if there is a team in this division that could, if the 49ers slip, I think the Seahawks are there, are like properly tooled to take this division. Um, nobody, nobody saw the Geno Smith thing coming, uh, last year. Um, so if he comes back and does the thing that kind of worries me about the Seahawks is that they were so good for the first half of the season. And it was that Germany game. As soon as that Germany game hit, the Seahawks got real average. Mm. You know what I mean? They didn't get bad. They just got like average. Uh, and a lot of that had to do with the fact that they, their, their defense struggled to stop the run. They also had a lot of injuries um kenneth walker was kind of a surprise last year mm-hmm. um k9 but he had some injury issues towards yep. the, towards the end of the year um they got a new but they shocked everybody last year they did shock everybody last year and they still have tyler lockett who you know i was just gonna say this oddly enough you know most people think of him as their wide receiver too but he if you look at the stats yeah. like him and dk metcalf are basically identical in the yeah, stat sheet. they got a 1a and a 1b Exactly. And then they add this Jackson Smith and Jigba, who mm-hmm. is kind of a freak mm-hmm. uh, as far as a pass catcher is concerned. If you can get all three of those guys on the field at the same time, um, that's going to be interesting. Nobody's writing them off anymore. No, sir. Geno's yeah, for real. They could win that division. They could ruin our bet if we if we decide to go with the 49ers. Uh, Rams. <laughs> they could win the division. Oh, yeah. Sure. If the other two teams just... Don't show up. <laughs> uh, did you hear the Belichick quote, quote yesterday? No, what did he say? Belichick had a quote about, I want to get the exact quote. I was so surprised. 
about how to build a team. Yeah. Um, hold on. Oh, I think know. I saw he something. He said about something. This. Um, damn. <laughs> I can't find it, man. But he basically said, I'll say what he said. He said that you can. You have different philosophies from building a team. Yeah. You can go out and you can dump a bunch of money in a team and get all these free agents. Yeah. Or you can build them through the draft, uh, but one is more sustainable. Right. And that's why we had so many years of success. Is that's the way we built our teams. And then he said, he mentions the Bucks. Yeah. And he mentions the uh, Rams yeah. as teams that won the Super Bowl, which is what you want anyway. So he didn't say it was a negative thing. Sure. He said, but eventually that comes back around and bites you, and that's what's happening to those teams now. Mm-hmm. So candid and so true. Uh, and he was like, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that's what happens. Shots fired. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So I was, I, he never talks that much, but he spoke about that. That's true. I was loving it. Uh, that being said, I think expectations in Los Angeles are quite low. Yeah, and I said that to say that the Rams. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, they spent their money. Stafford is back from injury. Um, we'll see for how long. If he gets injured, <laughs> then they're going to have to roll with my man, former Bulldog Stetson Bennett, who mm. has had some moments in the preseason, but has looked predictably uh, uh, like a interception machine. Um, <laughs> their wide receiver core, obviously, they still have Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's Van Jefferson and Ben Skoranek, who, yeah. you know, I, I'm not sure what what I would say about that. Cam Akers is back again. Um, <laughs> He's supposed to been gone. I mean, he Remember, he, he, he like, had such a weird year last yeah. year. Like he demanded to be traded, um, didn't get traded, and then suddenly had a pretty good second yeah. half of the season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I it, they. They are cl- a team that's clearly paying for their their Super Bowl win. Um, they got for a, one more year. They got a lot of rookies on defense. They got one more year, and then Sean McVay can feel like, oh, I can breathe again because they'll have some money in the bank, and they'll probably have a high draft pick. I, I think so. At too. least enough capital to trade up, but <laughs> but he should stop fucking around with your picks, bro. <laughs> Save your picks. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Build it like Belichick. And speaking of uh, Belichick, like the, <laughs> the Cardinals. I mean, what do you say about the Arizona Cardinals? Uh, I don't know, man. I guess we mentioned it in the news breakdown that, I, I mean, they appear to be gutting the team of any kind of real talent. Um, I don't. We. I don't like to say that teams are are tanking, but you know, yeah, it feels like it. But sometimes. Sometimes maybe they, you know, the we've said this before. It's the players are going to play. Yep, they'll try their best. The players are going to play hard. But if you're supposed to be a two, but and you're the going front, up against a one. But if you're telling me that the front office can't make some decisions that will lead to the worst possible roster, then you know, I mean, this shit happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're trying to set themselves up for failure, uh, so that they can Get they Caleb can start Wood. over. And I really, I think. I think the owner probably has a grudge or an axe to grind with Kyler Murray. Remember, they had a sort of a public feud over, over his the contract studying. and the studying and all that kind of stuff. And they still have the second most cap space in the league right now, <laughs> which tells you that they have no interest in winning. No, that's fucked. They up. got all this money and they're not, they're not interested in adding talent at all. And I feel bad for the players who are still there. You think he's telling the coach, "I'll give you a hundred thousand per loss." 
The owners. We'll see. Um, uh, and we played our game show already, the Kyler Murray game show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably gonna be gone. There, have do you have you seen that um that Josh Allen uh Sunday ticket commercial? No. Here's a commercial. There's a guy mm. who's a Cardinals fan, mm. and he's in the bushes, <laughs> and he's looking through his neighbor's window because mm-hmm. he doesn't have Sunday ticket, right. but his neighbor does, mm. and Josh Allen pops out of the bushes next to him in uniform and everything, and is like, dude, is this how you watch football? And he's like, yeah, I don't have Sunday ticket, so it's that type of commercial, right? Mm. Uh, and and he's like, well, Sunday ticket's now on YouTube, blah, 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 you know. Mm. They show a highlight of a, a Cardinal, it's the, the guys in Cardinals gear. Mm. So they show a Cardinals highlight a couple times as they talk about Sunday ticket and everything. And it's Kyler Murray at quarterback. And in the play, he rolls left and throws a bad pass. <laughs> <laughs> and they loop this play. Why? And I was like, what? Why they didn't they a sh- good highlight of why Kyler didn't they Murray show the, uh, breaking ankles and shit? Why didn't they show the Hail Mary to DeAndre Hopkins? Show the Hail Mary to DeAndre Hopkins. Well, I guess because he's not on the team anymore. But there was that one. He had some crazy plays last year. He can do year. crazy Remember shit. Remember that shit where he like ran around like yeah. Five different directions before he finally ran into the end zone. That yeah. was brilliant. It was so funny. I was like, this is the play they choose for this commercial. <laughs> and it's an incomplete pass. It's like, <laughs> what? I was like, damn, they have no faith in the car. Like, they could have picked a, a fan of a different team that's still like a Chargers fan or something. I, yeah. I feel bad for the American well, maybe if viewers. If you're a Cardinals fan, you don't want to pay for a Sunday ticket. Why would you? <laughs> I, most people are saying, most analysts are saying, like, okay, Cardinals fans, um, maybe this year you should just watch Red Zone. <laughs> like, why? Go all in on fantasy. <laughs> Go all in on Red Zone and fantasy and all that kind of stuff because it's like you, you, you're going to be screaming at your television. That's why they need a relegation league. If there was a relegation league, they wouldn't have $36 million in uh, cap space. No, of course not. That's why they need it, man. Fuck that, man. You, you, you're cheating your fans, man. I'm sorry, 27.5 mil. 36 is the Browns. How the fuck do the Browns have so much cap space? They have the most cap space in the league, and they're spending all this money on Deshaun Watson. I wonder if his deal has... Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's the dead money. It's the dead money. It's only money. 18 mil. Wow. Hmm. Good job, Browns. 46 mil for the Cardinals. Yeah, we'll get to the Browns. <laughs> we'll get to the Browns and the rest of the AFC next week. Um, yeah. That's a big question mark for me, the Browns. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's that's our... That's our NFC breakdown, baby. Yeah. Uh, I still... Do you feel... I still feel very confused. I do, too. I feel like I need to pour over it some more. I still... We have to stick with this coach quarterback formula. But some of them, it's offset. Like in the NFC West, mm. best coach is probably Shanahan mm. or McVeigh. You know what I'm saying? But quarterback. It's Geno. It's Geno. Pete Carroll's a good coach. You know what I'm saying? It kind of It's, it's going to make it tough. I yeah. don't know, man. NFC North, best coach in the NFC North. It's kind of up for grabs, right? No. Is it LaFleur? Y- yes. <laughs> It's not up for grabs. It's not O'Connell? It's not even close to up for grabs. Okay. Eberflus? No, I'm just kidding. 
I think Lafleur. Lafleur, yeah, you're right. They, you're right. This year will be very interesting, defining year for him. Of course, he Lafleur has like a like a over seventy percent win yeah, percentage, yeah, and of course, people say, well, that's because he has Aaron oh, Rodgers, yeah. but. I, I genuinely think that he's the best coach in I agree in that division. NFC NFC North. Yeah. And I think this will be the year that NFC East, that's a tough one. Best coach court, quarterback comes. If things go well with Jordan Love, I think LaFleur will probably finally start getting mm-hmm. maybe some of the praise that, that he, he should get, yeah. Should get. I think it's gonna go well. All right. This was fun. Yeah. This absolutely. Was fun. And uh look forward to some more talking, man, about the AFC next time. So, y'all, stick around. We appreciate y'all checking it out. This has been another episode of Fennel, a long one, too, man. Y'all got some some good content this time. It's fun, man. Football's right around the corner. Stick with us. Soon it's going to be two times a week. Let's go. We're talking about these games and how the games went and all of that. So, it's been fun, man. And it's been Jonathan Rollins. And Skiff Musara. And the spin NFL. We'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Later, y'all. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.